0: It's official. There are crazy people running government, public education, and even much of corporate America. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Hard to believe today is the last day of the month of October. And tomorrow is December the 1st. We begin again another month. And it's going to be a very busy time, I'm sure, for many of you. When I spend time looking at the news and trying to put this radio program together each and every day, There are times that I become a little bit disheartened. I shake my head. I don't know whether to laugh or cry or simply give up. And I know some people have actually just kind of get to that point. I can't deal with this anymore. I don't blame people for wanting to get off the grid, disconnect the TV set, throw out the Internet, maybe listen to some radio to get an idea of what's going on. And I know... There are some listeners to this program that do just that. But I recognize part of my calling in the things that I am doing at this point in my life is to illuminate what is going on, put it in perspective, and give you hope before it's all over. Now, that little bit of music you heard at the beginning of the program with that ridiculous line our lives depend on our IDs matching our genders is one of the most ridiculous things that I think that I've heard in a long time. And that's saying a lot because there's some pretty stupid stuff that comes out on a daily basis. It's like a clown show. But what really is troublesome is how many people are delusional enough to believe all of this now in this particular case what you heard and i and i shared a little bit of this on friday and in case you didn't hear the friday program i'm not going to spend a lot of time with this but this song was allegedly and i say that with good reason was allegedly written by stacy abrams the the perpetual candidate for governor in the state of Georgia on the Democrat ticket. And they have been parading her all over churches or so-called churches to anoint her as some kind of prophetess or leader or queen or whatever that needs to be revered. And I want to just spend a little bit of time talking about her and the danger that she presents, not just to the state of Georgia, but to, to all of us. Now, this particular song you heard, allegedly written as a worship song, if you can call it that, was supposedly written by by Stacy Abrams, along with a few others. I think it's the few others that really did the writing and they're propping her candidacy up for political reasons and ideological reasons. And this performance of this great Stacey Abrams worship song was done at a so-called church in Washington, D.C. It's a Unitarian church. And there is no such thing in my mind as a Unitarian church. Let me say that again. There's no such thing as as a Unitarian Church. Because see, church means the ecclesia, it means those that are called to follow Christ and be a part of the living body of Christ on this earth. And in no way, in no way is a Unitarian Church the living body of Jesus Christ on this earth. Period. It doesn't exist. There are a lot of places that use the term church. And I know in our lexicon, the way we talk and the way we speak in our language, we assume the church to be a man made organization or a building. It's neither. Unfortunately, we all fall into that because of the usage of the word. But a Unitarian organization is not a church churches, or I should say denominations or organizations that claim to be Christians but deny the tenets of Scripture, deny things like the virgin birth, the the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time in the beginning of the program on this, but they're not churches. They're organizations. They pretend they're some kind of an ecclesiastical outfit and they're nothing but an abomination. And so Stacy Abrams is at this Unitarian Organizations building in Washington, D.C., and they have the audacity to call it the All Souls Choir. The All Souls Choir of the Washington, D.C. Unitarian Fellowship Organization. It's not a church. It doesn't fit the definition and they're singing this lengthy social justice warrior song. And everybody in that choir is wearing a face mask. A face mask. Even the conductor, the cello player. Yeah, they had that cello player and they're all singing along for social justice. Wearing their face covering and worshiping Stacy Abrams. Well, that's what they're doing. They are creating something in Stacey Abrams within the leftist organizations that I find rather dangerous. They're trying to set her up as some kind of prophetess, as some kind of spiritual leader, as somebody anointed by God himself. And nothing could be farther from the truth. Now I've got a couple of short audio clips that I'm going to share with you to prove my point. As they take her as some kind of anointed prophetess from church to church and and praise her accolades and and how she is chosen by God to lead the state of Georgia. And then I'll explain why that is so distant from the truth and it's not political what I'm gonna be sharing. It has nothing to do with politics. It all has to do with policy and position. Now in this first audio clip, this is Stacey Abrams. She is preaching, politicking, inside of a church building. And she's making a few statements that I find rather troubling, which are almost ironic as she tries to explain why she needs to be governor and change the state of Georgia. And then she illuminates the problems.
1: Because we're also a state where maternal mortality is number one and black women are three times more likely to die than the most vulnerable white woman in the state. Where infant mortality, we are number six in the nation and it is black babies that are dying most often. That when we talk about guns being the number one killer of our children, 77% of them are young black boys. We've got to understand that, yes, we are raising our bar and rising in our numbers, but our power has not followed. And it is in elections that we seize our power. It is in elections that we decide if we are going to build our house on a solid foundation or on quavering sand.
0: Now, let me just take a few minutes here to to illuminate what she just said so it's pretty clear. There's a lot of important numbers she chose not to tell you. Now, remember, this is the same woman that said one of the best ways to fight inflation is to have more abortions. And here she has the audacity to stand in front of a so-called church. And this particular organization claims that they believe in a woman's right to abortion, they have ceased to be a church because they are no longer the living body of Christ. They have ceased to be it. The Holy Spirit, the, the lampstand, as it says in the book of Revelation, is long gone. It's just a bunch of words and noise and pretending that they have faith in Christ, which they do not. They have become apostate, antichrist organizations. Period. There's no discussion on that. Here's some of the facts and figures that Stacy Abrams conveniently leaves out. As she talks about the plight of the black community in Georgia that she is going to be their savior and repair and to fix like voter suppression which doesn't exist but it makes a great campaign commercial Now in the state of Georgia there were something like uh 35,000 abortions in 2021 and the number I think is actually up a little this year even though the year is not yet concluded Here is the statistic that Stacy Abrams who is very pro-abortion leaves out in this church setting that out of those 35,000 abortions in the state of Georgia, over 20 some odd thousand, 67%, 67% of those abortions in the state of Georgia were aborting black babies, not white, not Hispanic, but black. At a rate basically five and a half times the rate of whites, is the abortion rate among blacks. And so she is concerned about what is happening to black children. And she claims to be concerned about the high infant mortality rate among black women. But she doesn't mention anything about those butchered and murdered in the womb, because see, that's okay. That must be kept sacrosanct. That must be made the law of the land. And then she talks about about guns and gun violence. And once again, it is a sad reflection. But the gun crime in Atlanta or in a Savannah or in an Augusta, Georgia, just like in Philadelphia and Chicago and parts of New York City and Los Angeles and Dallas, it is disproportionately within the black community. Black men shooting other black men at a rate vastly higher than any other race. Now, how are you going to address that, Ms. Abrams? What is your plan for healthy birth in the black community? In a community that you have watched systematically over time devalue life. They devalue life in abortion. They devalue life in crime. Fathers abandoning children at a disproportionately high rate in the black community. That's a fact of life. That's not some conspiracy theory. It's a fact of life. And and how did that happen? It happened on several fronts. It's a moral issue, it is a biblical issue. When you have abandoned God and you curse in his face, and you no longer give him praise and honor within the community, your community will fail your community fails there was a time even under so-called jim crow laws and i'm not i'm not endorsing them at all don't get me wrong but there was a time prior to let's say the 1980s or 90s that within the black community the crime was not all that bad families stayed together and they went to church together But when the church became less a part of the community life and too many churches became expedient political outreaches and they abandoned faith in Jesus Christ, the Bible, and began to be social justice warriors, the Holy Spirit left. And what can change somebody's life is also gone. This is nothing but a club that claims to be Christian where Christ and his Holy Spirit are no longer present in many of these so-called churches that are not churches. And even in those that are desperately trying to hold on, there's now the cultural influence going back to the 1940s with FDR and Truman and and John F. Kennedy and Robert F. Kennedy and, and that thinking and that mentality that still permeates and clouds the mind of those thinking that, well, the Republicans just, they're just a party of wealthy white people that hate blacks, and it's it's a lie right there. That's another lie that perpetuates. And Stacey Abrams rides the lies, tells the lies, distorts the Bible, and, and does something that, Good old Jesse Jackson was 100% right on. I really agree with him on this. A half-truth is a whole lie. And so she spreads the half-truths, not, not dealing with the core issue. Guns are not the issue among young black men. Morality and a lack of Jesus Christ in their life is. A lack of fathers is. A lack of a decent education or value of one is. Dirty, filthy lyrics in music that curse and use four-letter words screaming on loudspeakers in neighborhoods is the problem. But you won't address that problem. You refuse to address that problem because to address that problem shows how bankrupt the way you want this world to be actually is. You have to have an enemy. And the enemy doesn't even exist. It's a straw man. Because the real issues in the black community are repairable. But in the Democrat run cities, crime is out of hand. It's not the guns. Children not making it to term either via abortion or by bad choices and women not getting prenatal care. That's your issue. But see, those are the issues you cannot address because it puts responsibility back on the individual, and that's the last thing you want, is people that have individual responsibility because then your power is gone. I can't say it any... More emphatically. And then you have these churches and even chapels in predominantly black colleges and universities that promote her as almost a goddess. Now, remember, if if you ever get a conservative going to, let's say, a Baptist church or whatever, talking politics, you're going to have the left screaming separation of church and state. It doesn't apply in the communities of the churches where Stacy Abrams goes, whether it's a Unitarian church, predominantly black church, doesn't matter. This idea that's being promoted at churches all across Georgia and in key places for fundraising of, you know, blessed assurance, Stacy is mine. The Reverend Willie D. Francois the Third, and this happened at um howard university and their chapel compares stacy abrams to both jesus and john the baptist because uh, she rebelled against neo jim crow at the ballot box and gave us the first black senator in in the south now i want you to imagine uh, if you were a student In a real Bible college, and anybody came in comparing a person, a human being, to Jesus Christ and John the Baptist because of their politics and policies and not what they're doing for the cause of Christ, it would give me concern. But this is what this individual... Willie D. Francois has to say about Stacey Abrams. John the Baptist
2: rebelled against the religious elite uh, and paved the way for Jesus. Uh, Mary Magdalene rebelled against the demonic uh, and reimagined discipleship uh, because we were born to rebel. Harriet Tubman rebelled against slavery uh, and gave us an underground railroad. uh. Ida B. Wells Barnett rebelled against lynching uh, and gave us the first say their name movement. uh. Did somebody say we were born? to rebel fannie lou hamer rebelled against the dnc uh, and opened up the ballot box Uh, stacy abrams rebelled uh, against neo jim crow uh, at the ballot box uh, and gave us the first black senator from the south uh, because we were born to rebel jesus rebelled against the forces of death uh, and gave us eternal life uh, because we were born
0: To rebel. And who, pray tell, is that first black senator from the South? (laughs) Raphael Warnock, a fake, phony preacher of a false gospel, parading around as some kind of pastor of the Lord Jesus Christ, and basically he is teaching because of his abortion belief, he is the pastor of the first church of Moloch, the first church of Baal, the first church or the synagogue of Satan. No longer a church. What may have been a church at one time has been condemned as heretical. And they systematically gut their own community and destroy it for their own wealth, And their own power, their politics, it's a sad state of affairs. It is a, it's a sad state of affairs where we are today. And I think back of some of the ministers that I've known personally over the past 50 years and some of the Predominantly black churches in communities where I lived before politics had tainted and destroyed them. Where Jesus Christ was King of kings and Lord of Lords. And they weren't making Stacy Abrams some kind of goddess. You know, Stacy Abrams has got what I consider kind of like a, a goddess complex. And she tries to compare herself to some of the most incredible people that are shown in the Bible. And somehow she belongs in their number because of her politics. Listen to this narcissism and comparisons to a woman of God.
1: But more than anything, I want you to know that I am running for this office in the legacy of Deborah. We, we know Deborah as a judge, but Deborah was a warrior. Deborah was a warrior who believed that you fight for your people. And with your help and with your prayer, Dr. Bryant, with your aid on November 8th, I'll fight for you. Thank you all so much. Give it up for our governor!
2: Come on, would you make some noise?
0: Welcome to the political landscape of 2022. I look back over my life, and I realize that a week from tomorrow will be the 50th election over 50 years in which I have participated. And I have never seen, oh, I've always known there's some liars out there. They'll try to deceive the people. I get it. It's been going on since the beginning of this nation people that enjoy power and and the political landscape yeah they'll do whatever it takes and say what they need to say make the promises of you know the chicken in every pot and and a new automobile in every garage that's been going on for ages but we've gone and descended not ascended we have descended into a very dark and evil place and let me be clear that there is no political party to which I am aware that has cornered the market, so to speak, on holiness, godliness, honesty, and integrity. Sadly, a lot of it is still a matter of degrees. And sadly, the old adage I've heard my entire life Voting between the lesser of two evils is often, well, it's true. It's true. And it has been in many of the elections in which I have participated, which is over 50 years, about 50 of them. It's sad. It is truly sad that we have come to this point in our nation But then again, it's not to be, it shouldn't be surprising to most of us. When Barack Obama made a statement a number of years ago that we are no longer a Christian nation, many people were very upset and rebelled and said, oh, no, 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 we are. No, he was right. Hate to admit it, but he was right. The United States as it stands today, as it is comprised today with the people in it today, is no longer a Christian nation by any stretch of the imagination. Period. No discussion on that. Churches that are slowly evaporating away as they age out where the majority of the people in the United States are no longer a member of any organized religion of any kind, including faith in Christ, Christianity, and any of its denominational forms. And I'm not going to get into a debate or discussion with you over what is or isn't, but let's just be brutally honest. Within the realm of the Christian faith today, considering that the majority of people are not aligned with anything. I don't care what somebody may say. Well, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe if you're a good person and don't kill somebody, you might get to heaven. That's not being a Christian. Stop it. Don't go there. If that's what you believe, then you have no faith. You have no life in you, period. A politician is not our savior, so in 2024, don't look for some savior riding in on a white horse that, you know, comes from the book of Revelation to save us all. That's not going to happen either. Don't put your faith in princes or the sons of men. I can't say it enough. All we're doing is just staving off the inevitable. That's about the best we can hope for in this day and age. When states like Pennsylvania run a John Fetterman for the United States Senate, is that the best they have in a state of how many millions of people? A guy that already had issues long before his stroke. Is this the kind of reprobated-minded person that they think belongs in the United States Senate? Do we need phony, fake preachers like Raphael Warnock in the United States Senate? I can go down the list of a bunch of others. Do they belong there? No. And I can think of some of those that try to pretend they're conservative and they've lied to you for years. And they will continue to lie to you to get your vote. No, the real change, if there is any hope for this nation, is changed not at the ballot box, but within our own churches. Our churches need to become revived and redeemed. Period. Can't say it enough. Can't say it enough. So when I come back in a few moments, we're going to talk more about this, and I'm going to take a different direction. I've got other stories to share that kind of show you the insanity. Remember, I really believe the hordes from hell have have co-opted our educational systems. They have co-opted much of our government. They have worked their way into corporations to deem things that are moral to be dangerous. Truth to be objective. And it is all satanic in nature to destroy us and our, our, our very being and our children from within so they can be pulled into the depths of hell. What do we do? Well, we vote, yes, but there are more things we need to be doing. I'll share a few other stories on the other side and and give you an idea of where all this is heading and where all this really started its downhill slide. If you've ever ever seen a snowball start working its way down a, a steep hill, it starts small and it gets big and it gets faster. It's like throwing something out of an airplane. It keeps getting faster and faster and faster as it propels itself to the earth. And we as a society, somewhere along the way, jumped that cliff. Are you ready for what's going to happen next? Now listen, if you believe in our mission and ministry of this radio program as we get ready to start the new month of November tomorrow, would you seriously consider giving a little bit of financial support to keep us on radio? I'll be sharing some other things later this week that I'm going to try to see happen. Also keep in prayer the work that I'm doing. Uh, I'm looking to help get some churches started because that's where the real solution is. It's going to be in the hearts of people leading them to Christ one at a time. That That is the only hope that we have because this world has no hope. The world has none to offer. If you believe in this work, your financial gift is appreciated more than you'll ever know. And you can mail that gift made Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box five ten. Post Office Box five ten. The city is Chilhowie, Chilhowie, Virginia. Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code is two four three one nine. That's twenty four. Three one nine two four three one nine, and we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Word versus
3: the Dragon, coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection. Bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now, get your pen out as fast as you can, so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get. And love in a moment. In the beginning, God said, Let there be life, and there was life. There was light, light. And you know, all that came into existence came by the word. Everything that we know comes by the word. Life comes, light comes, all that by the word. And we're entrusted with that word. Now there's a dragon, the enemy. There's an, And he wants to erase the word of life. How? By erasing the word of God. He wants to erase life and light by taking out the word. He did it in the garden with words of destruction. He, he made them doubt God. So in Revelation says the dragon opens his mouth and out of it came a flood to destroy. It's a war, the word of the dragon against the word of God. The dragon speaks words of destruction to tear down, destroy. Sometimes we can hear it, sometimes, or other times it's whispered in our minds, in our thoughts, or subtly conveyed in life. But we're given entrusted with the word of God. And so we have not only have to have nothing to do with the dragon's mouth, but we have to oppose the words of the dragon with the word of God, the word of life, the word of love. Fight the good fight of faith. When you have that thought of gloom or despair or temptation or whatever that, that thing is of the dragon, fight it. Take out the word of God and fight it claim the word of God, fight it. You're feeling despairing? Take out the word of hope. Fight. Because you know what? The unlike the the legends of old with a dragon slain by swords of steel, we do fight the dragon, but with the word of God, the sword of the spirit. And by that, you will overcome and you will shut the dragon's mouth. Want more? Ask for shutting the dragon's mouth on CD. Now the free gift... For you from the sands of Judea, the awesome mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphires, your super spiritual supplement for a super spiritual walk in the Lord with uh, teachings for and free gift subscription. And you're going to love it. How do you get all these free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, write it down Yeshua, and just dial Yeshua1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed. But call now 1 800, dial Yeshua, Y E S H U A 1. I invite you to minister with me, together bringing salvation to God's ancient people, Israel, the Jewish people, and all the unreached peoples of five continents. It's amazing. It's the farthest way you can ever touch the world through shortwave radio. Amazing. Don't miss it. Just call 1 800 Yeshua 1. That's Y E S H U A 1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. That's box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 076. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom and peace with you in Messiah Hadavar, the Word of God.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Monday. I'm so glad that you've taken the time to to spend part of your day with me. I'm truly amazed as I, I look at some of the numbers that come in on how the program has grown as a podcast and how overall, in a period of two years it has continued to grow. It has its ups and downs, but overall, the trend line is is very positive and I'm thankful. And I'm sure to reach many additional people, we can do more with that, and I I think I need to. In saying that, that doesn't mean I'm getting away from shortwave radio. Believe me, I'm not. If anything, I pray for the ability to expand even that outreach. And I hope that you'll pray along with me that maybe other stations and frequencies may become available to reach many. One person said, you know, you're on shortwave. Not everybody has a shortwave radio. That's true. I I get it. I'm on a medium that is, let's say, the least traveled by most. I understand that. But you have all these other voices competing on conventional AM, FM, or cable TV, or uh, the, the thousands of people that are doing their thing on on the internet or on videos like on Rumble or BitChute or you name it, that they're out there. And and so I don't need to jump into their world and be another one of those of thousands of others out there to try to be found. Only a handful of those rise to the top and even some of those sometimes have done some very questionable things Not all, but some have done some things or said some things or or use their platform as a way to instill fear to create an income stream. It's not what I'm doing here. I just feel very strongly that God has called me to a very specific ministry in the way this radio program is done and some other things that God has called me to do. And so I'm going to be still on shortwave radio. That's going to be the primary method of getting out this program. The other ones are secondary, and that's great because they could disappear tomorrow. Many of these, I I look at all the time, people will say, I, I look at how many people are trying to do their little video podcast out there, trying to do something like this. And they're in a world where, yeah, maybe a lot of people have a device, but Then they got to wade through thousands of people to find you. And I feel like I'm just called to be in a place that is unique, and God has put me here for a purpose. And beyond that, as I've mentioned, I'll talk before the end of the program to help plant some churches that can survive the next wave of oppression that Christians will truly receive. There's no doubt in my mind about that. I want to get back to the program today. Today is October 31st, end of the month, Halloween for some. Yeah, not for me. For traditional Lutherans anyway, it should be considered Reformation Day. For liberalized Lutherans, they don't even know what they believe anymore. And what they call Reformation is is an affirmation of pretty well some blasphemous stuff. I stand on what the gospel of Jesus Christ says. That's where I live. That's my predominant driving force in my life. So keep me in prayer as we continue this work. Now, speaking of Halloween, I just want to share this one little thought that I thought rather amusing. And people have shared this with me and and I know I've seen similar in other places that are telling people because of Halloween uh, you know, not to wear a mask because they, they they can't they you can't be identified if you have this mask on, which to me is laughable because for the last two and a half years we've been told we can save ourselves from a virus by wearing, you know, a face covering. And so nobody, it's amazing how the people that put out these memos for schools and libraries and banks, and I've seen several, I've seen in person a couple, so I know they really do exist, warning about wearing a Halloween mask. But the corona mask is okay. I guess we can see who you are. I don't get it. But this face masking stuff has become a religion unto itself And and there's some things about wearing a face covering. They're not. They're not. It's not scientifically based. It is behaviorally based. There was no science to back up wearing a face covering. Most of you that listen to this program have already figured that out. It's a compliance issue, just like at the beginning of the program. I mentioned, you know, the Stacy Abrams worship song sung by the All Souls. Do I dare say what I'm thinking? Those souls are not heading to heaven, I'll put it that way. In that Unitarian synagogue of Satan, worshiping the earth and talking about the most important thing. Our lives end, on our our and so, as I had mentioned earlier, the virtue signalers with their face diapers singing a song allegedly written by Stacey Abrams. And this whole thing about face masking is still, it's still there. It's still out there. We've learned a lot in two and a half years. I can remember two and a half years ago when I started it back in emergency management, when the whole virus narrative started. We really didn't know. Most of us hadn't paid attention. We didn't know about event 201. We certainly learned pretty quick. But a lot of people have not yet learned that lesson, or they hope you have not learned that lesson. And yet there are those that are out there that somehow, like a religion, believe in the magic mask. I've got a name for it. I call them the mask covidians. The mask covidians. And the current governor of New York, unelected, uh, Kathy Hockle, is a, is a true masked covidian. She believes in a mask for everybody except for her, unless it's politically expedient. And once again, she's talking this this fear-mongering nonsense that has no basis in scientific fact. She wants kids to wear face diapers again. Now, the damage they've done psychologically, the damage that they have done in impairing their ability of learning language interacting socially, it's going to take many years to see just how extensive the damage was during this time. And yet, Kathy Hochul, who doesn't believe crime is a big issue in New York State, as people have been killed being shoved in front of subway trains, I mean, these are violent attacks, people just randomly being shoved in front of Oncoming subways, seriously injured or dead, people walking up to people and just beating them up. And she doesn't see the problem. Well, the reprobate mind sees, well, doesn't see a lot of things. Kind of reminds me of that old country song.
2: But these go.
0: So these politicians looking through their rose-colored glasses and hoping you're looking through a pair of rose-colored glasses, too, where you forget all the things that they did, all the things that they said, all the damage that they caused, and all the suppression of other voices they demanded. Anybody that had a differing opinion to them, oh, no, shut it down. Even doctors. And that's really, to me, a very scary thought. And now you have Kathy Hochul up there in New York trying to spread all the fear of corona again. Number one, we know that the virus does not really impact young children. They have very strong immune systems. The only children in any kind of a danger from the coronavirus normally have many other Issues like blood cancers, major life-threatening issues. Most kids never really come down with it. If they do, symptoms are minimal. They bounce back. It's not a danger. And we also now know they don't spread it like we thought they did back in the days of forcing kids in schools to wear face masks, reduce their oxygen level, ruin their education, plus the other assorted health issues that come from wearing this thing on your face that doesn't belong there for five, six, seven, eight hours a day. It was insane. It was crazy. Yet they still believe in the magic mask, these mask covidians. And so here's Kathy Hochul trying to encourage you to Put a face diaper on your toddler. You know, infants as young as six months old uh, have been known to contract this. So, you know, it's hard to keep kids safe. You know, think about the fact that a year ago, you know, before a year ago, a lot of kids were wearing masks in a daycare center or in schools. And that did give them some level of protection. We're
1: not mandating this, but we're saying parents... You know, you got other kids, you got kids in school, preschool,
4: and you got a baby at home. You really might just want to take these extra precautions. And by now, kids are more socialized to the idea of wearing a mask. It's not as strange to them. It's not as like, what is this all about?
1: There's really cute masks out there. I've seen a lot of them. So
0: once again, Kathy Hochul, governor of New York, running again for governor of New York in the once formerly Empire State, is telling parents to consider putting a face diaper on their children. I consider putting a face diaper on a child. I consider that to be child abuse. Not one study done anywhere internationally has backed up that premise, that it has any benefit whatsoever. Yet people, I see people driving their cars with a face mask on I see people walking around social distancing and still in abject fear as they rush to get their groceries at the store we have damaged psychologically millions of people in this country for political purposes and control and tomorrow I was going to get into it today I don't have enough time I've got several other things that I do want to share. But, you know, it all dovetails. All of these things that put you into fear, every bit of this is related if you can't see the thread. Climate change is all a part of the pandemic. You know, if we can lock down people to keep us safe from a virus, why not lock them down to save the planet? Maybe we need the metaverse. You know, this is the the brainchild of, of zuckerberg at facebook or fascist book whatever you want to call it now known as meta and the metaverse which is alternate reality see just like kids go to school online they played with that to see how to make it work this was all experimental this was not to save your kids oh made the unions happy to have teachers that didn't have to deal in person with your children they wanted to keep this up forever Only problem was some parents found out what their kids are actually being taught and were horrified. I started the program with that premise, we have a lot of craziness in this world. And the world is being run by crazy, insane, reprobated-minded individuals that believe children can choose their gender in the womb, at least those that we don't abort in the womb, And we're supposed to believe every contradictory thing they say. And even when the evidence goes against them, they just double down and double down. And those whose minds are vulnerable, they fall for it. Don't think that the coronavirus wasn't used for political purposes, gaining power to see how much they could suppress silence control. They learned a lot. There's a video that I've been watching that talks about event 201 and you watch what happened in that event. It is nothing but the precursor of what the COVID response was, word for word, item by item, misinformation, dissemination of information, shutting down those that don't say the right thing, controlling the narrative, restricting movement. It sound familiar? And don't think they won't talk about a climate crisis and say, you know, you need to work from home in the metaverse. You need to take the vaccine in spite of the fact it doesn't work. It doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop you from getting or spreading the virus. And even the claim, as I've mentioned before, I'm not going to harp on this, the claim that it can minimize symptoms was barely true for a short time. As the virus has become more contagious but less deadly, the vaccine has really no impact. It's not doing anything. And, and they're now saying we're learning, I'll talk about this later this week. The new bivarian vaccine is worthless because it's already, you know, behind the, behind the times. Yet they keep pushing to get the vaccine. They keep pushing compliance. They want to see how far they will go, who is bowing out of the nonsense and so they can re-strategize going forward. Now, let me be clear about something. Evil always reveals itself. It cannot keep its goals hidden. I want you to listen carefully to this very short, about a minute, audio clip. This is from Albert Barilla. He is the chairman and CEO of Pfizer Corporation. And not long ago, he did a very special session at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, talking about the real plans. And listen carefully. You'll hear it before the end of this, you know, 50-second clip. This exposes the real agenda. Listen very carefully. This is is Borella. CEO of Pfizer. And we also make
4: the commitment that every year as we discover and bring to the US or to the Europe or to the world new medicines, automatically those new medicines will be inserted into uh, the offer of the portfolio that we will offer into these countries. I think that uh, is really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19, in California, and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today, this dream is becoming uh, reality. So it's really a purpose-driven uh, company. Andrew.
0: Now, that voice you just heard at the end is is Klaus Schwab, who is the head of the World Economic Forum, who is sitting there at that little discussion with Albert Barilla, the the CEO and chairman of Pfizer. And you heard what he said. If you think you missed it, listen carefully. This is what Albert Barilla said with his own mouth, and everybody applauded.
4: By 2023, we will reduce... The number of people in the world by 50%. I think today, this dream is becoming uh, reality.
0: Okay, you heard it again. The goal, reduce the population of the world by 50%. When? 50 years from now? 100 years from now? No! 2023! And the, the chairman and the CEO of one of the largest pharmaceutical corporations in the world making a vaccine that doesn't work but has increasingly known dangerous and deadly side effects is telling you the goal that he believes in is reducing the world population by 50%. This is Moloch worship. This is Baal worship. This is Guyana worship. This is what St. Paul warns about throughout the first chapter of the book of Romans. And And those that fall for all of this, that worship the creation or the creature rather than the creator are given over to a reprobate mind. A reprobate mind. It's not just sexual deviancy. We see that. It is an evil mind. It is a destructive mind. It is a deadly mind. It is a mind that has been consumed by everything that Satan throws in to those that that can get power and self-gratification. Worship me and I will give you all of this. A perfect utopian planet. You've got Klaus Schwab's right-hand man. I'm not going to play any of his quotes today. I may play some more later this week. That guy is scary. And he's an atheist. He believes that we can become transhuman and Merge ourselves with machine and have eternal life in this perfect planet if we can clean up the planet and make it perfect so the planet can be sustained. You see where all this goes? This is all satanic. The World Economic Forum is pushing a satanic agenda. John Kerry, climate envoy the reprobate Biden administration is pushing a satanic agenda. Stacey Abrams talking about abortion and everything else, and and like I'm some kind of prophetess, is pushing a satanic agenda. I'm not saying the Republicans or other conservatives are so pure and perfect. They're not. But we have people like Kathy Hochul, Hochul a, a fake Catholic, who really, when you analyze it by what she has said and the actions that she has taken there can be no life in her she claims to be one thing while doing another and you will know them by their fruits is what the Bible explicitly teaches her fruits are bitter her fruits are evil her fruits are deadly this is why we need to be building the church not our political structures The only hope we have is found in in Jesus Christ. Why do you think I'm busy trying to, in the middle of all this, build a church here not far from where I live? Oh, Bob, there are a lot of churches. Yeah, there are a lot of churches around here, a lot that have abandoned the gospel. I'll talk about that later this week, which ones have basically spit on the face of Christ, torn up the scriptures and heap upon themselves teachers with their burning ears so yeah I have the opportunity of of reclaiming a former church building that is a church building and establishing a congregation and I just pray the funding will be there it's not going to take much I pray this radio program is sustained I pray that it grows this, we, we've got to put everything in the light of God's word. I don't want to be a Sean Hannity. I don't need to be a Tucker Carlson. I don't need to be any of those people on conservative radio or television. It's one thing to point out the problems like they do and I do, but what is the solution? It's not in princes or the sons of men or the 2022 or 2024 election. It is only found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't We can't pretend otherwise. Too many people have become lax on their faith and have walked away from the life-changing gospel. We need to live that gospel, proclaim that gospel, and build Christ's real church, the living body of Christ. If you believe in this ministry, can I count on you this month to get us into and through November? Would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, our mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C H I L H O W I E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That zip code again is 24319. And if God moves you to help me a little bit with the church project, just let me know and make a notation on any check or money order you send.